Hey guys! Welcome to another episode of Pew Time with Tony. And Jackie. Alright, jump right in because we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Gun news, what's coming up and what is about to open? SHOT Show registration opens this week. Yes, it does. Uh, They've already set the dates. January 18th through the 21st at the Venetian and the Caesars Forum. There's a newly constructed bridge that connects the two, so it's just a walk from their, what, third or fourth level, their mm-hmm. top level, over to Caesars, straight across Las Vegas Boulevard. Super cool. Uh, it is going to be the largest square foot space yeah. that SHOT Show has ever hosted. It is 800,000 feet. Their previous largest was 714,000, which was because they had to expand out to tents outside to give the vendors space. So, huge, huge amount of space. I cannot wait to see how many steps we get in at SHOT Show this year. So many steps. Hopefully they still have it. Yeah. Well, there have been other expos um, happening this Yeah, I know, but things change. Yeah, I know, things change. But because other expos have been happening, it's looking hopeful. More hopeful than it was last year when they were yep. like, yeah, we're hoping that this will all be done by then. I <laughs> uh, can't wait because uh, get a chance to, like, SHOT Show, yeah, it it can be kind of daunting, especially, like, if you actually work in the industry. Because mm-hmm. um, our SHOT Show, as much as it is cool and people think we just walk around and look at cool things, uh, it's a lot of meetings. A lot of meetings. A lot of meetings. Uh, a lot of content creation for us. So hopefully even more this year. And I'm looking forward to catching up with friends that we don't get to see all that often. Yeah. So I do hope it happens because I would love to go and well, catch the shot show crud all over again. So Right. <laughs> Just where it all started. Yeah. So uh, other news. Uh, Larry Vickers from Vickers Tactical has recently had his collection of guns seized by the AFT or ATF. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not really sure what's going on. He's still making YouTube videos. He does have a cancer diagnosis. Um, I only found one document online, uh, and it listed a lot of machine guns. So he has enough stuff to eat, mm-hmm. or had. So he could legally own the machine guns, but now he, now he can't. Uh, and a lot of them were listed at the value of $1,000. So... It doesn't seem right. It does not. No. <clears throat> uh, and the document I found was only one page. But if you look on the bottom, very, very bottom, it said page four of 183. Jesus Christ. So, um, sure they had quite the list. Right. Uh, I'm going to try and keep an eye out what's going on. I'm not really sure. I hope everything's okay with them. Uh, hope it's not actual trouble trouble. Because mm-hmm. that would suck. Uh, let's see. Oh, I threw this in here because it's cool. It is super cool. And you watched the video earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's this guy on YouTube, Michael Pick, and he has made the world's largest Nerf gun. It is so cool. Yeah. I want one. Uh, it is 12 and a half feet long. It weighs over 200 pounds. It's made of mostly plywood and 3D printed parts. Uh, the darts are made of PVC pipe covered in foam with a 3D printed plastic tip. 
It uses a 3,000 PSI uh, air tank. And the darts are about 12 inches long. And he can fire the darts at 50 miles an hour. Yeah. And it travels, like, I think his longest shot so far is like 270 feet. Yeah. Uh, he says the... Mr. Pick says the Guinness World Record is pending. Super cool. So, that and, it, and he made it to a T, like, if you watch his video, he's like, Nerf, please don't sue me, but I felt that it needed the actual Nerf thing. I don't plan on selling this gun, blah, 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 blah. So, it, it's it's pretty cool. And then he cranks it up to, it normally fires at 40 PSI. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, let's crank it up to max, which is 80 uh, it did more damage than he thought. He shot clean <laughs> through a piece of drywall. Like a perfect yeah, hole. Like a wide cutter through a target or a hole punch. And it hit the backer and broke his workbench and back. Yeah. And he was not thinking that was going to happen. So then, of course, the logical next step is he runs and gets a cinder block. <laughs> and he annihilates this thing. Yeah. It was so funny. He used a special dart with a... Like a solid tip. Mm-hmm. He said it's the heaviest dart that he's made. But it, it was just, it was cool to see. Like Super cool. It started off the video using a normal Nerf gun. And he was shooting like a little water balloon and it wasn't popping. And then he shot it with his and it exploded. Yeah. It, it's very cool. If you get a chance, just Google it. It'll pop up. Like all I can think of is having one of those like in your shed on like a cart with wheels and your nephews come <laughs> over and they're like, let's have a Nerf war. And you like come and pull this thing out. Yeah. And they're like, uh. <laughs> Too late. No taxi backsies. <laughs> <laughs> so that was super cool. Get a 10 second head start. <laughs> right. You hope you can get over 270 <laughs> feet away in 10 seconds. <laughs> um. Ruger announced its very first Merlin release. Yes. Sorry. It's the chair. The chair's got to go. I think the chair's got to go. We will upgrade the chair. Stop it. (laughs) Anyway, uh, it's going to be releasing in December 2021. So December this year, next month, or two months. Yeah, two months. And it is a model 1895 SBL in 4570. If I remember Marlin's nomenclature, that is a laminate wood stock with a stainless barrel and receiver. Mm-hmm. That sounds right. The SBL. Yeah. Uh, what I did find interesting in this article is Christopher Killoy, who's Ruger CEO, stated all the stuff that we just talked about. And then he also said that the famous micro groove and Ballard rifling that Marlin's used forever is not used in these rifles. Hmm. Ruger is using their own rifling. And I should have printed the actual word, but I think he said very good accuracy. Very good accuracy. So, I really hope that that doesn't... uh, Do you think it's going to deter like the hardcore Marlin fans? I'm not really sure. I don't think anybody bought a Marlin because of the rifling. Um, I think they're going to see, like, they, they're going to have to crank these out like crazy. Uh, at the shop, for some reason, we've been selling Henry's like they're going out of style. Hmm. 
I don't know why people all of a sudden, and I've had more and more people contact. I may have been also looking at building like a tactical lever action. Mm-hmm. I would uh, love a tactical lever action. I approve this message. And tons of people are asking about it. But you can't really do one to a Henry. They kind of have it with their X model. And I think more and more companies are going to start making rails for them as well as the Marlin. Mm-hmm. But Marlin's known for the bigger calibers. Yeah. Uh, they're known for the T-Rex gun. Yeah, which is also nice that their first model is the big boy. Yeah, and uh, Mr. Killoy also says that shortly after that, 336s will be coming out, followed by the uh, other models. The model numbers are escaping me. But your normal 3030s, your 44 mags. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so... At least they're um, pushing them out. You know, let's get 30, 30 ammo and 45, 70 ammo. Well, it's, I, 45, 70 ammo I found quite a bit of recently. 30, 30, I'm pretty sure they've stopped making completely. Uh, I've not seen any. Yeah, I haven't seen any 30, 30 ammo. Yeah, buy a gun that you can't get ammo for right now sucks. Yeah. Sniffle. Sniffle, sniffle. Uh, Sig has done Spectres now, again. So they just released the Spectre, what, a few months ago? Yeah, it hasn't been that long. Yeah. For their um, X, the 365XL and the X Compact. Right. And they got, like, this special cut slide that's weathered looking. Yeah. The and, old X. Right. And a <laughs> laser-stippled grip module. Now, the module feels super cool. you can get the Spectre with more gold. Fantastic. So everything is the same, except now the trigger and the barrel are tin-coated. Yeah. I, I love gold. I actually think the new ones look fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder how many people bought the original Spectre. are going to be like, what the fuck? Well, they also make the gold FCUs now. They so. don't make those for the 320. That's only the 365. Oh, wow. Yeah, 365, they did it that. in tin. The 320s are still like a weird FDE-ish color. Yeah. Uh, which is, no offense, kind of stupid. Oh my god, speaking of FDE, did you hear that they're coming out with the, like a M17 kit? But it doesn't have the safety, so it's essentially a 320. But they're marketing it as the build-your-own M17 kit without a safety. What? Right. So they had spare standard 320 frames laying around. Right. That they needed to get rid of. Right. Yep. And they're all brown. Yeah. And they're like, well, get your copy of the so military the whole point... gun. But it, it says in the email, you know, get your copy of the military gun kit without the safety. I, which I don't understand because the M17 and M18, the thing that makes them that is the safety, safety with the standard frame. Right. Oh, sick. Right. There's that whole like uh, spare spare parts dump bin, blow them out kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know. We were just talking about that like, what a couple of months ago about one of their other models. Where we're like, we're just gonna take this and take this and yeah. take that and voila, we'll call it a new gun. Uh, well, Sig may not be doing the best things with their three twenties. Someone else is. Me, me, I Not is. you. Oh. You're after this. Okay. 
So Mason Lane and Grey Guns have been teasing frames and, uh, I'm sorry, grip modules. Right, grip modules. And we all know that Mason had a 40 cal uh, 320. So he's been showing that off a little more. But now the frame looks a little different. And it looks a little more metallic. Mm-hmm. And it looks a little more rough. Yes. So uh, they look aluminum. Mm-hmm. And I forgot, I think it was on a message board or on Facebook. Uh, I got Bruce Gray to confirm the prototypes that are out there now, so the one that Mason has and a couple of the other ones, are aluminum. The production ones are slated to be aluminum and steel. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I thought it had like, um, like a, was it carbonite or was it grip tape? Probably like or... a grip tape or silicon carbide, yeah. something like that. That's kind of cool. I mean, I think somebody might be coming out with a steel frame grip module that's slightly cooler, but that's to be determined here in the near future somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but nonetheless, this is cool. I mean... It's cool to see somebody, probably one of the foremost pistol smiths of our time, uh, attacking striker guns like this. Yeah. And the picture that he shared that I haven't seen anywhere else is this gun has MBX mags in it. Mm-hmm. MBX does not make 320 mags. MBX makes 2011 mags, CZ mags, 10 folio mags, even Glock mags. Even Bull, they do not make 320 mags. Well, yet. So that's the thing. So, is it a yet? So I know Mason's gun was a 5-inch gun. No one makes a 5-inch 40. I called. I got on the wait list for a Grey Gun 40 upper. Because most of you know that I do love Limited. Mm-hmm. And I may or may not have built a legion with Jackie, just for the fun of it. So I do mm-hmm. have something that could use a 40 upper. Yeah. Uh, they're not cheap. They're around. They couldn't give me an exact price. I ordered it without an optic cut. Mm-hmm. I ordered it with just a regular rear sight. Uh, stainless barrel, black guide rod. Nor, you know, basically as bare as you can get. Uh, and it's going to be around $1,000. For just the top. Uh, full upper, though. So barrel, slide, guide mm-hmm. rod, spring. Uh, I'm assuming it also has the striker assembly in it, I would hope. Alright. Um, but the cool thing is, it's 5-inch. Mm-hmm. The biggest 40 you can get from SIG right now is a 4.7. Which is their standard full size. Barstow is actually making the 5-inch barrels for them. But you can't buy it. So I think right now... It's just going to be a Grey Guns kind of exclusive through them. You can't order one. Mm-hmm. And even if you bought one, no one makes a 5-inch slide. Right. So, it uh, be interesting to see. They told me my estimated wait time on the waiting list is going to be a year. Sucks. <laughs> um, but I love Bruce's stuff. Yeah. Your 320 has an original 320 trigger job by Bruce in it. Yeah. Um, so I would I really like it. to get this slide and play with it and shoot limited again. That would be fun. Uh, I have a feeling Mason's going to take these to nationals. He will be shooting limited with them. Mm-hmm. 
So if anybody's going to be there, you need to bug the shit out of Mason so I can see what MBX mags they're using. Mm-hmm. I'll just, maybe I should just text them. Yeah. Um, what else? I think that's it for that 320 news. But you have 320 news. I do. And speaking of the Grey Guns Bruce trigger in my 320. Yes. I've moved it. You've moved it? I've moved it. I took it out of my carry optics gun, so my carry optics gun currently doesn't have an FCU in it. Mm -hmm. And I put it in Black Betty. For those that can't remember because it's been so long, what's Black Betty? Black Betty is my open gun that you built me with an Icarus grip and a frame-mounted sight. Yes. And a gigantic, gigantic 510C hollow set on it. Yes. It's beautiful. She's so big. There's also a comp. Yes. So, I tightened down all the things today. I'm so happy. To run through everything real quick, it is Jackie's Grey Guns FCU and an Icarus Precision Aluminum Grip Module, SJC Frame Weight, uh, slightly modified, and the Grip Module is drilled and tapped by our friend Mark at Carnet Customs. It is an Atlas Gunworks uh, 510C mount. Uh, custom cut slide racker from Mark as well. And Springer Precision mag release, three port comp, and brass magwell. As well as a 170 extension. Which is pink. Which is hot pink. And it's by Springer. Yes. And it says the gat girl at the bottom. It does. It makes me so happy. <laughs> I could cry. But I won't. I'll save my energy for trying to work up a major load, dear God. Which you already got the bullets in for. I do. And we have the powder. Yes. So now it's just waiting on me to get the dies in. Yes. So we don't mess up that tool head. Right. And you can just mess with your own tool head. Yes. Which is awesome. Yes. So what's your, when do you foresee shooting this gun first? I also, what else did I get you recently? Thanks to our friend Rob. Yes. A new rig. Yes, which is identical to your other ring. Yes, hot pink, black scorpion gear. Yeah. This one has four black scorpion gear mag pouches. My carry optics rig has three. Yeah, so, so you'll probably take one off. Yeah, and add a they magnet. are pink, at a magnet. Um, I also have the uh, Arandondo. Is that the little holder for the belt? What? Isn't it called Oh, Arindondo? yeah, yeah, the belt keeper? Yeah. Um, I don't know if that works with the black scorpion gear one. It does. I have it on my carry oh. optics rig. So. And I'm trying to see if the CR speed holster I used to use for limited will work for your gun. I think it will. Mm -hmm. So you might go that route. And I also have a Safari Land, so we'll have to try and see which one will fit. Yeah. So and when's your goal to shoot this gun? Alpha as well. That will not fit. That will not fit. Hundred percent. Okay. Well. Oh, here, Miss I have a grip module right here. We're going to... Moment of truth, guys. Nope. Okay. Just yeah, kidding. the uh, front of the trigger guard is way different than an M&P. Okay. So the double alpha, no, but possibly... Possibly the uh, CR Speed World Shoot Model 2 or the Safari Land 014. And this is the... Yes. Arandondo Belt Keeper. So, 
I'm stealing one of your magnets. That's fine. Getting a new mount for it, which I've already ordered, which is very exciting. When is your goal to shoot this gun? Oh, yes. I keep getting distracted by the small details. Um, big picture. I'm hoping to have the rig set up and be comfortable with the draw because I have never ever drawn from a race holster before. It's no different than a regular holster. You'll be fine. It's still makes me super nervous. Um, I'm hoping to have her on her maiden voyage on Halloween. How appropriate. So exciting. Yes, Corella and Maleficent would be very proud of you. That makes me so happy and I love you so much. <laughs> Um, I will likely be shooting minor, open minor, for that match, just because it is very, very unlikely that, um, all these dies and everything are going to come in in time, um, so I'm probably not going to have an opportunity to make up a load and get it chronoed and do all of the fine-tuning and shit right. that comes along with it, so, open minor, on Halloween, so exciting. Now my biggest problem is what am I going to dress up as? That I can help you with. And a cowgirl with an open gun. <laughs> awesome. That's it. That's it. Yeah, I'm done talking about okay. Black Betty. I mean, for like this particular moment, I know I'm going to have like Maybe 50 we'll more things to say. Maybe we'll put some grip tape on it too for you. Because as much as I like that Icarus frame... I think it could be a little more I rough. I wish it was a little bit more aggressive, yes. Don't worry. I got, some, I got some skateboard tape that'll make that feel rough as, well, rough. I like it rough. <laughs> it's nice. Uh, I also uh, got another gun. <laughs> yes, you did. Uh, I picked this one up because I think it's a cool gun. Uh, my buddy just picked up an open steel challenge Rimfire gun. So I said I also should pick up a Rimfire open optics steel challenge gun. Uh, but because lately I can't buy normal guns, um, it's a little different. And the plans I have for it are going to be even different-er. But it is a Keltec CP33. Which is a freaking beast in the hands yes it's a pretty big gun you know it's their little 22 it holds 33 rounds from the factory i love you say little 22 yeah <laughs> i like it um i may or may not have already ordered parts for it but mm -hmm. <laughs> yes you did of course you did so i'll be making a video series for that jackie should be dropping a video for black betty very soon working on it i'm so excited now talking about black betty again i get a little happiness inside um, I don't know what I'm going to do. So the CP33 is very interesting and different looking. The best way I can describe it is it kind of looks like an off-brand Uzi. Yeah. Or, or if you're creative enough with some magic that I might be able to do, it could look like a civilian model MP7, which may or may not be what I'm going may or may not be means definitely yes it's happening so uh some of the parts that i'm looking at already average more than the gun <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay that's the price we pay to have fun right i think that most of our guns the accessories 
far outweigh the cost of the firearm itself. Not my SDs. (laughs) (laughs) Well. Nope. Actually, nothing between between the apex and the sights. No. (laughs) Doubtful. Apex gets sixty dollars. And your apex mag bases. You are counting mags now. Accessories. No. Upgrades. Come on. We're not counting mag. We're not counting uh, base pads here. No. Don't make me point my finger at you. You know what I'm We don't have about. to do the base pads. <laughs> no. Because I could I couldn't. You didn't have to do the sights. No, no, you have to do a trigger on this gun. You, on this gun, you do. <laughs> and you have to do sights. I do think that you spent. I think we're going to have to tally it up, and I'll let you guys know in the next episode what we come up with. That's I'm fine. pretty sure that you we're spent. We're not doing mag bases because they weren't required. Apex gave those to me. So. Anyway. I don't like this. No, moving on. <laughs> what do we, what's up next? Shooting sports, right? Yes. Um, no major matches really happened. Yep. But next week. We've got two well, big ones around week. the Yeah, two big ones right around the corner. And that would be the Infinity Open and Limited Race Gun Nationals. And the Carry Optics and PCC Blue Bullets Nationals. Yes. So, what better time than to give our predictions than now? Right now. Right now. Jackie, go because you're the one that wrote it down. Uh, My prediction for Open is JJ. And my prediction for Lady in Open, I'm so on the fence here. I'm going to tell you why. And then I'll eventually talk myself into my own decision. Because I don't know. I'm between Jesse Harrison and Justine Williams. The only reason I'm swaying more towards Jesse is because Justine is going to be shooting both of those nationals this weekend. So, fatigue, maybe. Yeah, but there's a few days in between. They're not back-to-back. Yeah... I mean, What's first, PCC or race gun? Do you know? Um, blue bullets, I think. So. There we go. We got blue bullets. The carry optics PCC nationals is first, and then limb open. Okay. So, because Justine will have already <laughs> shot a nationals. Five days before then for three. Three days before then. Because it's the 14th, 15th, 16th for Blue Bullets. And then the 20th, 21st, and 22nd for the Infinity Limited Open. So 14th, 15th, 16th. So from the 16th to the 20th, there's three days in between. It's, it's, it's close enough. Plus you're shooting for three days, you get four days off, and then another three days on. So I think... Justine maybe smoked by the time she goes against Jesse. I'm going to say my guess will be Jesse for open. Okay. And that's how I've arrived at that. If I wasn't, if Justine wasn't going to be shooting both, I I would put my money on Justine. Okay. Uh, well, for uh, ladies, a uh, couple things. Mm, now nah, let's jump right into it. I think it's going to be for open. It's going to be uh, Justine, followed by Sloane Sanders, and then Jesse. Okay. 
I just think, uh, well, I just think Justine right now is kind of in a unstoppable phase. Right, right. She is. She's an absolute beast. Um, I don't know. That's just a, a guess. I mean, Sloane and Jesse can go back and forth between second and third. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I don't know. And then you also have, who's another big one in there? Athena. Mm-hmm. So, mm, yeah. I don't know. I think I'm with you on that one. I think just I think Justine's gonna win. Yeah. What um, about for? And then who are you choosing for open? Oh, for men's. Mm-hmm. I would just like to let everyone know that while he said I did write the things down, he was not referring to his own choices. Therefore, this is his own thoughts that are getting in the way. What's interesting for the open squad, the super squad, aside from one empty slop as slop slot, as of right now, every single shooter on there is a GM. So, yeah. I'm gonna go with. It's gonna be tough, and it's gonna sound cliche. I'm gonna go with JJ much as Christian, I think, still has it, and he's still training like a madman, I don't know. I just have this feeling this year that Beretta's going to get a Nationals in open. Yeah. Agreed. Um, yeah. Uh, I feel like everything leading up to this, mentally, for JJ, is put him right where he needs to be. Yeah. No. I don't know, I think... But that's him the thing. and Christian going neck at neck for such a long time last last year. And then what had happened at Production Nationals and everybody's been talking about it, like, still now with getting popper fucked and everything. Like, I think, like, J.J. mentally is, like, in his prime to take it. Yeah, but I think Christian, he's been... He's been laying low, but not training as such. So, it'll be interesting. Still think it's going to be JJ. What do you got for limited ladies? Uh, limited ladies, I have Jaleese Williams. Yep. Um, and then, you want to do ladies and then we'll do men's? Yeah. I mean, I'm going to go with Jaleese as well. Easy um, enough. Uh, and then I think it might be... Uh, yeah. No. It's going to be Delise. Yeah. Um, and then for limited overall, I'm going to go Mason. Mason? Mm-hmm. He's going to defend his title? Yeah. That one's going to be tough because uh, in case you guys don't know who's in it, it's Mason, John Browning, Shane Coley, Nils, Travis Tomasi, Casey Reed, Paul Kerr, Nick Reynolds, Blake McGez, Phil Strader, and Manny Bragg. I did not realize that Nils was on that list for limited. Stacked. Yeah. Is it too late to take back Mason and throw Nils in? It's not, but I, uh... And I'm going to say that because, well, we've already talked before, you know, Nils' happy place is limited. That's like the division that... Yeah, but I don't know if he's shooting a real limited gun. It doesn't tell me. I don't know if he's going to be shooting a cannon. Look at what he did last year in limited minor. 
Yeah. Right? No, I'm not taking that away from them. So, I'm going to go Nils. Um, especially since we just talked about Mason shooting the new aluminum versions of the... I'm assuming. I don't know if he's going to. Well, because we don't know. Um, if he is shooting that, obviously they were only recently teased, but we don't know how long he's had an opportunity to get to know the balance of the gun and things like that. I imagine that whatever Nils is shooting, that he has been shooting for a long time. Um, you know, he's very consistent. Um, I'm going to go Nils on Limited. Limited's going to be tough. Because Casey has been an absolute animal yeah. internationally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you also have Travis back with a 2011 in his hands. That's true. So, this one's going to be tough. But I, if Casey edges out Mason, I think it would be very cool. But I think Mason is going to... Man, it's going to be tough. I don't, I think Mason's going to defend his title. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we have our open and limited taken care of. All right. Uh, On to uh, PCC. Ladies, what you got? Lena. Thing Lena? That girl has been training and training and training. I think that Lena's going to take PCC. I think she's going to beat out Justine. Is Justine shooting? Yes. You sure? Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, she's up there on the other one. Yeah, that's why I said Justine's shooting both of the Nationals. PCC in uh, one yeah. and Open in the other. Hmm. That's going to be tough. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Justine. Yeah? Yep. I'm going to go against my girl. That's alright. We're both Cubs fans. We can't get along in everything. <laughs> um, overall, PCC, who do you think? Uh, Max Saverandis. Think Max? Yeah. I, mm, I want to say Josh, but I don't know how much Josh has been hitting it hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know he didn't have the best match at Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. I don't know anyone who had the best match at Wisconsin. Yeah, that was a pretty hard match. <laughs> eh, that one's tough. I mean, I'm going to have to... I'm rooting... I mean, I'm, Max is awesome. I like Max, but I think I'm going to root for Josh. Okay. And now the stacked among stacked carry optics. Well, let's do the ladies first. Ashley. Uh, Rourke? Yep. Yeah, that's pretty good. Hey, we need to really talk about what's going on here with the, uh, the ladies, ladies super squad. <laughs> right. Because uh, we have... There's too much testosterone on it. At the bottom, Tim Yackley and John Sutton. On the ladies super on squad. On the ladies super squad. Which is actually titled ladies super squad. Yeah. It's not just like where they all just happen to congregate together. I think Sean Yackley was on the ladies' super squad for limited, wasn't he? I think so. But anyways, yeah, yeah, all all of the ladies' super squads 
have men on them. Uh, and oh yeah, in uh, Blake McGez is also in a ladies' super squad. Yeah. So. Uh, who are you taking taking for uh, ladies' carry optics? Uh, Ashley. Ashley, yeah. Yeah. All right, we can stay married. Um, overall carry optics. Oh, you think? Who do you think? Oh, you know I'm gonna say Nils. Think Nils? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I don't know who is actually going to win. I'm rooting for Mason. Okay. Um, so they're both shooting limited. Although against JJ each other, is also they're shooting. They're both shooting carry optics against each other. Should be a fun week. Very, um, very competitive, I feel like. It's not. So I have nothing against Max Michelle. Um, this is the most stacked nationals, mm-hmm. I think, that we've seen. It's definitely the largest nationals USPSA has ever held. Mm-hmm. Um, what are they at? 400 plus? Yeah. And they have a wait list of a hundred and... Over 130 deep. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I don't know. I I want to see someone else besides Max Michelle win. Yeah. Uh, whether it's JJ or Mason or Juancic or Nils. Uh, I want to see someone else. I'm really pulling for Mason. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mason from other interviews and... Stuff like on Instagram seems like he has an axe to grind, and he's really got an edge to put down. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's driven like crazy. Uh, so is JJ, and JJ also has a proper carry optics gun now. He's got the new ninety-two X performance defensive. Yeah. So he has a proper. Uh, he says it actually acts a lot like his open gun. So. That's good. I don't know. I'm I'm pulling for Mason. I know I sound like a Mason fanboy for these nationals, but uh dude's been putting in a lot of work. And I mean the same can be said for me. You know, Nils for limited and he's got his work cut out for him though. Yeah. As far as shooting against Nils. Mm-hmm. I think he's it seems like Mason's out for blood this year and I'd really like to see him win. It'd be really cool if he won both. Yeah. Cool for you. Not for me. That'd be very cool for me. No, be very cool for him. <laughs> uh, it looks like we do have some CCCs, yes? Yes, a couple. Uh, you know what? Why don't you guys... I'll make a... On our post for when this gets released, which will be tomorrow morning, uh, for us, we're going to make sure that uh, the Nationals predictions is listed. Why don't you guys let us know who you think is going to win... On IG, just drop a comment and let us know, kind of see who where it's going. Mm-hmm. I have been known to make bets with uh, listeners and customers, mm-hmm. so I do like betting. It's how you, you didn't see the eyebrow accept- raise because it's a radio thing, but or a podcast thing, but there were eyebrow raises. Yes. So, uh, drop them in the comments. We'd love to hear from you guys. Place your bets. <clears throat> anyway, on to CCCs. So carry, compete, crush. You guys send us three guns. Am I? No, I'm not. Questions come first. But questions aren't first. I know. The show notes are wrong. Who did this? I apologize. Right. So we're doing CCCs first. Fine. Carry, compete, crush. You guys send us three guns or other things. And 
we have to say, hey, we'd carry that one, crush that one, and compete with that one. Let's jump right in. First one, Smith & Wesson Shield 9EZ. Smith & Wesson Shield Plus. And Smith & Wesson M&P 9C 1.0. What you got? I'm crushing the easy. Well, we agree. Uh, I'm going to carry the plus and compete with the 9C. 100% agree. With a shit ton of grip tape on it. 100% agree. That's actually, uh, so the 9C is actually kind of a, uh, it's like the ultimate gamer gun for, I forgot which division in IDPA, but it just fits in it mm-hmm. for uh, size. It's like, because you the snappiness on that it, it shoots like a full size gun because you can get like a full size I can get a full grip on it. Yeah, yeah, it is it is really nice. I like I like the the size of it. The one point you know I I you know we have one point mostly, but yes, but you know yeah, the, the slickness of them. Yeah, yeah, that's the only downside. I love the two point texture, but a little stippling on that or grip mm-hmm. tape can fix that really quickly. Okay, well we're in agreement on that one. Uh, the next one. This is going to be so much fun. Read it? What is it? It is the CZ Shadow 2. Okay. CZ Tactical Sport Orange. Okay. And the CZ SP-01 Shadow. Hmm. Not the Accu Shadow, just the SP-01 Shadow, right? Just a regular Shadow yeah. 1. Uh, so I'm going to crush the SP-01 Shadow. Um going to carry the oh i don't even see i don't even i feel so stuck i'll make it easy for you i'm crushing the tso i'm carrying the sp01 and i'm competing with the shadow 2 yeah i feel like that's probably the best option actually yeah the tactical sport uh no thanks me it's okay I've shot them. They are nice guns, but uh, carrying an SP01 because it's a lot like a uh, just regular 75 SP01. Mm-hmm. And the Shadow 2, seeing as I have already competed with one, <laughs> <laughs> might as well do it again. Right. Yeah, I think I think that's actually a better option. All right. Now that we're going completely backwards, Jesus. Because you don't know how to write show notes. Questions. Questions. How would you bring more people into the sport? Well, um, I have done this already, I think. Kind of, uh, what was it, two years ago now, right? The New Shooter Initiative? Yeah, yeah. or was it last year? Two. It was two years two ago. Two years ago. I did the New Shooter Initiative where I just did a series of videos on how to get into the sport. I've also offered free intro classes to people. Uh, to kind of get them hooked. Uh, I have gear that people can borrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also have a rifle if they want to borrow that. I have pistols. Um, and uh, that just, I, if someone's interested and they take an intro uh, class with me for safety reasons, uh, I tell them that they don't have to buy their own gear. I have gear. Just give me your waist size. I have a belt. I'll get you all set up. And you can borrow my stuff. I'm not going to charge you for it. You just got to buy ammo. And you can try USPSA. And see if you like it. 
everyone does. Right. So. <laughs> At the end of the match, they smile, hand yes. your things back, say, this is fantastic. I have some things to buy. Yes. <laughs> I have um, yet to find anyone that says they don't like it. Right. Uh, I, outside of the class thing, I do something similar, uh, but I encourage people, you know, some people reach out to me on Instagram, some people who, you know, customers of mine at the shop that I'm talking to, they're like, oh, well, this is, this gun is insane. I'm like, oh, that's, you know, a very popular competition model or, oh, that's similar to the one I compete with. And they're like, you compete? And then we get to talking about competition and they're like, oh, is that like, you know, this, the videos you see on YouTube where people are just like, running around outside with guns just like shooting really fast and just like running all over the place i'm like it's yes. exactly like that and they're <laughs> like you do that how can i get started in that um and a lot of times you know they'll have gun handling experience their customers that come and shoot on the public range so loading unloading being safe with their firearms you know finger off the trigger the basic mm -hmm. stuff they've already got down um so there is a lot involve obviously most of our listeners either compete or know a lot about it because we talk about it enough um to know there's a lot involved as far as like the rules the different divisions the gear stuff like that so the best way to learn and pick up on those things is to watch it happen watch the range commands watch what people are doing on the range as far as you know it being Know, volunteer sport, everyone grabs the pasters, goes down range, the person on deck is going through their walkthrough, they're the only person on the stage, mostly. You know, there's there's things that you can pick up on just by being in the environment. And then when you're there, every shooter loves to talk about their gear. And that is the perfect opportunity for you to ask, hey, what gun is that? What division do you shoot? Well, why did you choose that? And making your own decision for yourself for when you go to buy your own gear too many people they you know they jump into production right off the bat because they're like oh that's going to be you know a, a basic division right it's a basic division it's not you know open or carry optics i don't have to worry about red dot or stuff they think like you know it's you know basic is where i should start yeah but to be fair well, most they, people just already have a gun yeah, well, I'm saying they, you know, if they have a gun with a red dot on it, but they think it's going to be more complex because there's a red dot on it, you know, they may say, oh, well, maybe I should just do production. You know, when most of their guns have red dots on them. You know, they should shoot carry optics. Um, you know, there's more in investing as far as the gear goes because you need five magazines on your belt, five pouches on your belt, plus the six mag in the gun, like... There's there's more investing. Well, if it's more, I mean, you do have to offset the cost of a red dot and extensions. Okay. My point is, there's a lot of divisions, there's a lot of options out there. You know, for anyone who's going to say, you know, I want to shoot USPSA, it's not a staple production. That's where you should go. That's where you should start. Um you know, let them figure that out for themselves based on the conversations that they have with different people competing on the range and have an opportunity to ask ask questions. And, you know, I have a couple people that have gone out, I think four 
I had four people now meet me out at the range and just hang out for the day at a, at a local match. You know, I show them where the safety table is, what the procedures are. That's good. And you know what? I think the people that have come out, and you've had, every, like, I think, the past four matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they learn a lot. They love asking questions that are recording. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, it works. If you're somebody that needs to see something first, uh, most ranges will not turn you away to say that you're spectating. Right. Right? I mean, you, even if you don't know anybody and you just know that USPSA is happening, mm-hmm. just ask, see if you can come and watch. Bring your eye on your protection. Yeah. Don't bombard the stages. Stay a little further back, but watch, the, you know, like you were saying, watch the commands, watch the flow, mm-hmm. get a feel for it. Yeah. More of a doer, but right. And there is, you know, we've we've shot plenty of matches, especially this past year or so, where someone on our squad is a first, you know, first time mm-hmm. USPSA shooter, never done IDPA. They don't have much experience drawing from a holster or reholstering, for that matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, a lot of that goes with who's on that squad, you know, the other shooters, their willingness to help, um, and not be, um, like, pushy with the new shooter, uh, and, the, and the range officer, the range officer is that running, that's running that stage. It is very, very important. So if you don't have all of those great working components, it could be very difficult to be a first-time shooter at a USPSA match without any prior knowledge on range commands or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that is all. But you can do it. It just yes. may... It's, it's going to be more burdensome on you doing it all So you offer to bring people into the sport by inviting them to shadow you at matches. Yes. Thank you for summarizing. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> oh, this is funny. I think this one, um, well, I believe you're the one who made this comment, um, but it's for a friend of ours. At what point <laughs> is it time to chuck an infinity gun over the berm or just switch to Beretta? <laughs> <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. All right, so... Um, at the, uh, Northern Illinois, or Northern Indiana Classic, uh, I did not shoot. I was sick. Well, I was just getting over being sick. Yeah. So that's just the match I decided to go watch. Spectate. Yeah. Shadow me. I hung out, you know, with all my friends and one of my friends, <laughs> Eugene, <laughs> uh, decided to shoot open that day and he has an, an older... SVI Infinity Gun. Very old. And it, uh, well, let's just call it what it is. It doesn't want to work. <laughs> it's a little unreliable. Uh, and I had recently sold Eugene a 92X Performance that he still has not shot. Which I know that gun will run. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's so aggravating because the few stage, like, I think he had one or two stages where there was no malfunctions. He blazed them. Right. So then it's like, and it always happens like mid-stage. Mm-hmm. Mid-stage or it's like the first shot. 
when it happens mid the stage, you're like, oh my god, this is going to be fantastic. God damn it! <laughs> so I was getting a little frustrated. And after one where it was just repeated malfunction after malfunction after malfunction, I had asked Eugene when he was going to chuck that thing over the berm and just shoot a Beretta. <laughs> so, uh, when the, the time, um... The time has come! Time is now! <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Um, I think he's going to send it off to Mark or order a couple parts to try and fix it. We've kind of established what's the problem. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully Eugene, you get it fixed, or you just shoot your Beretta for the remainder of the season. <clears throat> Either way, I'll be there to support you. <laughs> Just please, to, for the love of God, just, God, please have a gun that works. I felt so awful for him. I've been there. It sucks. Not with an open gun, which is even worse. I mean, we didn't even refer to the safety table as the safety table. It was the operating room. Yeah. So, there's that. Well, guys, that's it for this episode. Glad you guys are with us, as always. We love and appreciate all your support. If you guys want to participate in the podcast, you can questions, comments, concerns, send it our way at pewtimepodcast at gmail.com. That includes CCCs. And CCCs. Or you can hit us up on social medias. It's at Laugh and Load on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, Rate and review the yes. podcast, please. Rate and review. Be much appreciated. Bump those uh, rookie numbers up that we have. Right. We are growing steadily, which is very nice. It's very yes. cool. Nice steady climb. Um, yeah, that's it, guys. Um, you got anything else? Do not forget, keep your eyes open on Instagram tomorrow. Yes. Tuesday morning, because when that post goes up, we're going to be asking you guys who you think is going to take the cup. Yes. Or the title. The title. The cup. They are the, cups. Oh, who just had that one with, the, was it the, um, oh, they had the like. the Warriors one. Yeah. They had the belts. Yes. It was the coolest winner's plaque re- replacement trophy. ever. Yeah, trophy. It's a belt. Like a wrestling belt. <laughs> Freaking awesome. The Immortal Arms. Yes. That match. So cool. Anyways, y'all are awesome. Be on Instagram. Chime in. Let us know what you think. And, um. Uh, Bother Tony. He does the whole betting thing, you know. No, 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 no. Yes, yes. Place your bets. (laughs) Cool. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye, guys. Bye.